This is the Actors Diet Podcast, episode 16. Jeremy Howard is my guest. I am Lin Chen. And Jeremy and I met, God, just a few weeks ago, and very briefly, he was getting photos taken at the same studio as me, the Hendershot studio. And we just had a brief conversation and I wanted to talk more with him. And I'm so glad that I did. He is somebody you'd probably recognize from all of your favorite TV shows and movies has been in everything from how the Grinch stole Christmas to Buffy, the vampire slayer to my, one of my personal favorites, breaking bad. Um, and is in one of Julius's favorite movies as well. Hotel for dogs. Julius is my dog in case you don't know who Julius is. But you'll hear him in this episode because he is chewing on a toy beneath our feet. And Jeremy has a lot of interesting things to say as well. This is very exciting because I know nothing about you other than your resume. Which is very impressive, by the way. Oh, well, thank um, you very much. But uh, now I'm going to get to know you solely through food. <laughs> really? Which is, is, which is how I think you could probably start a conversation with anybody. Like, you could get to know something... So. Everyone has to eat. About anyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone sort of is the expert on food in their own lives, at least. Like, I can't tell you what you've eaten. Certainly. What you said you just ate. What did you just eat? <laughs> what did I eat? I had uh, three soft-boiled eggs and some English muffins. Mm, some English muffins? Some. As some. in several? Two. <laughs> Two to be exact. Is there a certain brand of English muffin you like? Oh, gosh. Uh, what's what's the famous one? Thomas. Thomas, that's the one. You then. had Thomas. I did. Whole grain or or original? Oh, I think it was just original. Something to go in those nooks and crannies. What nooks and crannies? <laughs> <laughs> what nooks and crannies? Do I English have? muffins are known for their nooks and crannies. Oh my gosh! You're, okay, I get it. That's now. that was that's the marketing. <laughs> um, I think that's how it's different from a um, God. What are those called? Crumpets. Crumpets oh, okay. yes, are like okay. straightforward, no freaking nooks, <laughs> no no crannies, but okay, English I like muffins. The, I like the split. nooks and crannies. Yeah. Then, yeah, and I think we just got the, uh, you know, the eighteen pack at Costco, whatever. You, yes, you so probably plain. So, they probably don't sell like the, uh, the low fat multi grain. <laughs> that would be nice. But, <laughs> yeah, no, not for that price. No. Um, as far as food goes, gosh. Um, do you have a special diet? Or are you a vegetarian? Overall, or? I'm. What from what I've learned, I'm a pescatarian. So okay. I'm a vegetarian, but eat fish, eat dairy, and I think that's pescatarian. And yeah. Is that... Yes. No, that is pescatarian okay. because vegetarian would be or octo. Oh God, I'm so bad with the terms. The one where you just eat the eggs and the dairy is what my husband is. Oh really? Because um, he doesn't eat fish or shellfish or seafood at all. But he, we eat a lot of vegan foods, but I, I mean, let's get real, I eat foie gras. So I'm not at all. <laughs> so you're not straight. I'm, I'm, I'm everything, but I do enjoy a vegetarian diet. So why, why no, uh, why no red meat? Why no? You know, it's strange. I, why no it, mammals? It's very, it's this very simple answer. And it's just because that's the way I was raised. My hmm. parents were, became vegetarian, you know, in the seventies when, 
people were doing a lot of uh, fun lifestyle changes, and that's just the choice they made, and that's how I was raised. So where was this? Uh, gosh, New York. Okay. New York in the seventies. New York City. <laughs> yeah. You were you were you were raised in New York no, City. No, well, no, they moved out. They became vegetarians, I think, sometime after they were married or around there, and they were married, and then they yeah. moved out to LA. And I was born in eighty one. So okay. But uh, I'm I'm an LA native. Oh, so okay. it goes well here. Everybody's everybody's a vegetarian here. So did you go to the source? Was that around then? The source. Did no. you hear about that? No. What's that? It's like some big vegetarian place that's on Sunset. That was on Sunset. It might have been in the seventies. Did you know in Annie Hall where they go and and Woody Allen is sitting with Diane Keaton? Did you ever see? I did. Annie Hall, Good and movie. he's like, I will have a plate of. Yeast. Like, <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> with that. Mash sprouts or something like that. Um, and so they're no. It's it was like this like culty. Um, Gosh. Vegetarian place, but I guess you've never went. I never went. I'm sure they did. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. So are they still vegetarian? Uh, my mother's no longer with us, but uh, my dad, I believe, is still vegetarian. Oh. I try and I'll keep an eye on him, but I'm sure I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still doing it. <laughs> and so, what were some of the foods you grew up eating? Oh gosh, uh, you know it's funny. You don't appreciate food until you have to make it on your own. So basically, what you know, mom would put on the tables, what you know, we we would eat, and I just got used to uh, you know mashed potatoes, um, mixed veggies, um, fish. Rice dishes, um, some, you know, stir fry type things. Um, gosh, I suppose normal vegetarian things, but you know, you don't really think about it as a kid. You just yeah. kind of eat what's there. But as you know, as I've gone out on my own in life, I guess you kind of develop what, what you like and what works for you. And, you know, I happen to actually like vegetables as a vegetarian, which is nice. Um, that is nice and handy. sometimes rare. And sometimes rare. I know people can be very adamant about the uh, vegetables, uh, about hating vegetables. But no, I like them. And I, I think a lot of times when you make a lifestyle choice like that to remain, I've wanted to remain a vegetarian. I feel healthy. I feel good. Uh, I think that if you can really appreciate the the benefits of that kind of food, it, it also helps to like them. Okay, this is something that's going to give me this, this, and this, uh -huh. vitamin-wise or nutrient-wise. Okay, well, you have a more appreciation and understanding for it, so therefore may enjoy eating it more. Right. Which I think is, you know, probably important, but uh, I forget what else I was going to say now. I've well, what kind of vegetables do you particularly enjoy eating? Is there like a go-to, or you're just sort of pretty adventurous in general, and We'll try anything. I don't know how adventurous I am. I know there's sure there's a lot of veggies out there that I don't kind of throw into the mix. When uh, I was saying, telling you I was just in New York uh, for four months on a project and I was away from my wife and kind of everyday routine. So basically I was uh, on my own there to develop kind of a new system of eating. And my go-to was really broccoli. Yeah. I'm, that's my go-to also. It's just, you know, throw that in the steamer. It's always there. It's always Broccoli there. Broccoli is always there for you. It's good. It's filling, and I it, I think it's good for you, right? It is. It's <laughs> extremely good for you. Do you like it? So you like it steamed, but have you ever had it roasted? Roasted? No. It's very good. Okay, tell me how to do that. You just, like with anything you roast, high heat, oil, salt, pepper, throw it in the oven, let it like, it gets very crispy. 
Oh, those little those really florets good. get very crispy and, and slightly sweet. Very, very good. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, that sounds nice. And also, have you ever had like cauliflower steaks? No, that's I what, they, heard that's of what that. they call it in vegetarian restaurants because they are trying to appeal to meat eaters. But it's basically when you take a whole cauliflower and you cut it this way so that it makes um, long, like big vertical slices and so they look they're, they're steaks right slices and then you would um you can roast them that way you can brush them with olive oil and then roast them that way and then eat them like a sa- like we like it with caramelized onions on like on a sandwich that sounds fantastic it's pretty it's pretty amazing i i highly recommend the, the cauliflower <laughs> steak uh okay. if you're gonna go that route to try that yeah but did you have like Tofu and stuff like that. Were you was was that yeah. something that was part of your growing up? I think there. Yeah, I know there was tofu around. And you liked it? I think I did. Yeah, I think I did. And That's then, rare, also. Is it? Yes. To like tofu? Yes. I mean, I grew up with it too, and I like it also. But um, I feel like a lot of people I knew who were vegetarian mm-hmm. back in the day, the reason they weren't eating their vegetables was was because they were like. No, that comes with tofu. Really? That was like the vegetarian thing. Oh my gosh! But maybe being out in LA, I, I was born and raised on the East Coast, so maybe that was like a was it a thing? Yeah. Or well, it... like if you were vegetarian, you were not really normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can attest to that. Okay, so tofu was something that your family kind of brought yeah, to the table, so they, to speak. They, they did, but we also ate a lot of meat. But, like, tofu is something that in Chinese cuisine is pretty, has been around for forever, so it wasn't that unusual oh, okay, okay. Um, for me to be having it, especially because they knew how to make it well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in the beginning when people are experimenting with tofu, they don't really know what to do with it. So they just like, so then, you know, it's just like bland and flavorless if you don't know what you're doing. What did they do with it to make it exciting? Uh, You have to press it to get out all the moisture and you have to marinate it in all sorts of yummy sauces and spices. And then when you fry things, they taste really good. (laughs) They taste good fried. (laughs) They taste delicious when you fry them. but I want to talk about this project that you were just shooting a little bit. We don't have to go too into it because I know sure. it probably is super duper secret. Would you like to say what what the project was? Uh, it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Very <laughs> exciting. Uh, when does it come out? Uh, right now it's slated for August 8th, 2014. So okay. you got a year. Yeah. You, got a, you got a year to prepare yeah. for, for <laughs> mass hysteria. Um <laughs> We have to talk about pizza. I mean, oh, that's pizza. just what has to happen. Right. Um, how much pizza did you eat on the set of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? None. What? <laughs> None, actually. No! I don't think I had any pizza. Um, what? Is that not a part of the story? Oh, it is. Is that a spoiler? It is okay. part of the story, but um, I guess just do the nature of how they film this and how they will be animating the turtles and what they'll fill in later. I don't know if they'll necessarily have my care. There isn't necessarily oh gosh, am I spoiling anything? There wasn't necessarily a scene where Donatello physically takes pizza and puts it in his mouth. So I guess from that standpoint, no, I didn't eat pizza, but 
But there was pizza. There are people. There are other turtles that do partake in pizza eating activities. Yes, I did think you, I'm allowed to say that. Did you feel left out? <laughs> did I feel left out? Uh, I personally didn't because I had pizza at least twice a week when I was in New York. Okay. But uh, as far as my character, yes, I'm sure he felt left out. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pizza did they have on set? Was I, Do you know? They had Pizza Hut pizza. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut pizza? Pizza, pizza? Hut. pizza Hut won the sponsor. Oh, okay. Believe, well, yeah, that would the, make sense. For the film, so they were... Uh, it wouldn't be DiGiorno's. It wasn't Papa John's or DiGiorno's, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> so we had... Uh, we had a lot of uh, Pizza Hut sightings on the set. Yeah, I could say, and they even have uh, like their their fur- a lot of their furniture was made out of Pizza Hut boxes, what? which is pretty cool. Yeah, so you'd sit down and realize you're sitting on a stack of five pizza boxes constructed into a couch. So it was cool. It was pretty cool. <laughs> so and so all that pizza and you ate, you had no Pizza Hut pizza, or did you have Pizza Hut pizza? I know, not in New York. I think um, can't, I think they can sue residents for eating pizza at pizza in New York, can't they? <laughs> because of because of all the uh, the meccas there that they that they have pizza wise. Yeah, I think if you're going to search for the the best pizza, which in my opinion is New York style pizza, I'm not a huge fan of Chicago deep dish. Mm-hmm. So New York for me, that's that's kind of the pizza playground. So it was fantastic. It was uh, like every weekend I would try to find a new pizza place or test out a new place that I would see or pass or read a review on. And, um, Please share your discoveries. With my me. favorite turned out to be John's yes, on Gleeker for sit down. I like that a lot for the slice. Um, now let me get, not get the names confused here. I would actually, let's see for sit down. Yeah. I went to John's quite a bit. I would say for slice on the go, cause they didn't really have a lot of seating is Joe's. Mm-hmm. Which is actually right down the street from John's on Bleecker and Carmine, I believe, right near that intersection. And then there's another one on 14th. But Joe's, that's one of those places you walk in and you see celebrity photos for days all over the wall. So, and they shot, um, I was excited because they shot Spider Man 2 there. That was oh. Peter Parker's pizza delivery. Yes, that's, that's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Do they have a Joe's here now in LA? Do they? I feel like they might have, but I oh I might gosh. be talking out of my butt. Wow. Um, but I feel like they may have had a transplant. Really? Here. I didn't hear about that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, then I'll have to do a little looking into that because that would be incredibly exciting. Yeah, throw a little salt, a little Parmesan. Oh, is that how you eat? That's how you, you know, do it. You they, know, they have those shakers out all over the tables. So you use them. I, I, I did use them. I didn't used to be a user uh-huh. of those, but I kind of saw all the clientele doing it and it did kind of bring out all those exciting flavors a little bit more so i don't know flakes no No. i can't do that i'm not i can't do the spicy heat no um what about two boots did you like two boots or try two boots there's one out here if you didn't try try i never tried two boots i don't think it's not a it's not a classic you know, it's not like right. quintessential. They sort of do stuff to it, and they right. add some cornmeal to the crust, which is I'm not very a fan of the, I'm not a fan of the cornmeal on the bottom of the okay, crust. Well, then you will not like two boots. <laughs> okay, good. I, I, <laughs> I just saved you a trip to Echo Park. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I went. I mean, Joe's being the exception because there's two of them. But uh, I think as far as chain wise. I don't know if those are the those are the the purest places to go in New York. There's one. I can't remember the name of it right now off the top of my head, but there's one 
Under the Brooklyn Bridge? Grimaldi's. Yes. Yeah. Did you I, go there? I didn't. I The one time I went, the line was out the door. Oh. And I think they're whole pizzas only. So if okay. you're going just yeah, you for just lunch and you're by yourself, yeah. you just usually want to grab a slice or you want to sit down. Oh, and the other place that I love just Italian food-wise, ravioli, but their pizza is one of a kind, is Patsy's. Oh, yeah. I like Patsy's. So I guess my, my rule about chains is out the window there because <laughs> I did eat at Patsy's quite a bit. And the best I found was, and I'm told it's the original, is the original Patsy's up on, gosh, it's like 116th or 118th up in Harlem. Uh-huh. Went there a few times, and it was amazing. That's great. It's sit down. It's full pizza. Uh-huh. But I trained myself to be able to eat a whole one by myself, and uh, <laughs> that was one of my accomplishments. I like how you trained I yourself. I trained myself. To, you know, <laughs> you it was yourself to Easy do to do. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Fantastic. And I don't think I had to add a lot of Parmesan or salt to that one. <laughs> do you eat pizza here in LA a lot? Or? I do, yeah. My wife and I, uh, at least uh, actually, at least before I left, I don't know if we've eaten a lot since I got back, but we try to go every weekend to a different pizza place. Oh. To, you know, try it out and again, once again, and uh, kind of see. I guess that's probably that and sushi are my favorite foods. So, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the pescatarian. The pescatarian. You. Now, are you. What about pizza for you? Is there a place out here that you recommend? Yes. Okay. Highly. Stella Barra. Stella Barra. Right. There's one. The original one that I went to was right by uh, in Santa Monica. Actually, it's a, the, the weird thing is it's a it's not a chain, but it's owned by a corporation that does a lot of chains out in Arizona, I believe. And um, the chef, his na- name is Jeff Mahan. I don't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Mahan or Mahan, who I'm supposed to get on this podcast soon. Sweet. Good reminder. Uh, he is like 30 years old, a rock star. Wow. Like total talent to watch. And his pieces are amazing. And they just opened one next to the Arclight in Hollywood. Really? Yeah. Okay, so that's a, that's that a date is, night there. Yeah. It's, and it's, yeah, exactly. Pizza it's so movie. much fun. Okay, Stella Barra. I'm Stella Barra. S-T-E-L-L-A B-A-R-R-A That wow. is probably one of my favorites um, And you don't like Chicago deep dish So I'm not going to tell you about Hollywood pies But I will tell everyone else about Hollywood pies <laughs> It's like when you get it It's like a drug deal It's so weird but it's so good <laughs> um, And uh, probably the other one I really like Is there's a place called it's called Soto. It's under, which means under, and it's on Pico and Beverly Drive, and it's under this restaurant Pica, P-I-C-C-A, and mm. Soto is under that, and they Soto. have like um, that's also another like sit down place. There's not many slice Soto. places here. No, right? and that's fine because you're not, yeah. you're not walking a lot, and you don't need to just pop yeah, and grab exactly. a slice. You know, you're going to some place with more. Uh, Intention, I guess, in your vehicle. So yes, exactly. Okay, so that place is called what's it? What's that's that Soto. S O T T O. How come when I'm spelling things out, I'm like, that's a weird <laughs> Soto. <laughs> it's a weird way to spell something. Um, yes, so Soto has like a crazy oven that they spent a lot, an absurd amount of money bringing like brick by brick from Italy. Oh my gosh. Um, but that said, Jeff at Stella Barra uses like the straight up kind of ovens you'll see in New York. Um, 
that are not quite that expensive and he produces just as as wonderful a product if not better so so those are my those are my those are my pizza picks for for los angeles my husband loves pizza oh he loves it too okay he is a freak about pizza when we lived in new york we did like a pizza pilgrimage after so that movie i did saving face Mm mm-hmm I had to play a ballet dancer and I couldn't eat pizza for like three months. Oh and when we were done, I was like, I need pizza. So we drove, you know, the movie Mystic Pizza. Uh-huh. We drove from New York and we stopped in New Haven, which, by the way, has wonderful pizza. You really? think New Haven, Connecticut, oh my gosh. home of Yale University, has amazing pizza, but they do. So we stopped on the way in New Haven, went to this place called Peppy's that we loved because we went to school in Connecticut and we would go there on weekends constantly. Oh, that's awesome. So we went there. It's like one of those places with a line out the door and you just wait and you eat and you're like, this is what pizza should taste like. Then you go, then we drove up to Mystic, stayed in Mystic, ate pizza that night, came back, ate at Sally's, which is another place in New Haven, and then got a pizza to go (laughs) from Pepe's. (laughs) Um, And then we came back. That was one of our East Coast pizza adventures. And then here in LA, we once drove to, um, we went for our tenure wedding anniversary to uh to santa fe but we stopped in phoenix along the way which has great pizza really um yes actually some of the best pizza i've ever had i can't what is the name of the place i will look it up for you so i need need notes on that that that, that's just a fun road trip if you ever want to drive along route 66 (laughs) just grab a grab a pizza and then then come back flagstaff is great too in arizona (laughs) they have great pizza so we thought we found ways to like have an excuse to go on pizza pilgrimages that's awesome i gotta try one of those now we're very excited about teenage mutant ninja turtles uh for that reason because my husband grew up uh, i think Probably, maybe that might be the reason why he loves oh, pizza so much because he was a big fan. I always crave pizza Saturday mornings whenever I watch the <laughs> yeah, cartoons. So exactly. how could you not? They, you know, enjoyed it so much. Um, so aside from pizza, what are you eating these days? Uh, well, the I'm just when I when we were in New York, the four turtles actually uh, adopted the four hour diet from Tim Ferriss. Okay, on, based in his book The Four Hour Body. And uh, this was something that you decided to do on your own. Or yeah, this okay. is something that we decided to do. Well, let's see. I don't want to include uh, all of us. Three of us were more dedicated to it, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then we kind of brought our own modifications to it. But the basis of the four hour diet is no white carbs, mm-hmm. no fruit, and no sugar. I would say the kind of the big ones. Mm-hmm. So it's really obviously very. Uh, Oh gosh, I was going to say it was vegetarian, vegetable based, but it's not because you can actually eat uh, meat on the diet. Obviously, I didn't because I'm coming in at the vegetarian angle anyway. But uh, I know one of the other actors. It was basically a good slice of meat and some veggies every night. For me, it was fish, veggies, uh, but staying away from like rice, pasta, uh, and now I'll tell you how I got away with the pizza. Mm-hmm. There's one one cheat day a week. Okay. So we'd make Saturday our cheat days and we'd, you know, it'd be a, a marathon of amazing foods. And, you know, in the morning it was pancakes or French toast or both. Uh-huh. And then, you know, pizza for lunch or pizza for dinner or both. Uh-huh. And then um, probably, you know, either sushi or something that you've been craving, maybe ravioli, something, you know, that you've just been dying for. And then a bag of potato chips and a 
box of, you know, Sour Patch Kids and all the things that you wanted because, you know, his diet is based upon the fact that, you know, you go six days real hard of, uh-huh. you know, what you should be eating. And then that cheat day actually spikes your metabolism and does something chemically to your body that's actually good for you mm-hmm. and, you know, rinse and repeat. Did you find it made a difference? It was huge. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty lean guy to yes, begin you are. with. You so it's like, well, man. where's the weight going to, you know, what weight do you need to lose? I mean, it's more of a, a personal thing for me. Uh, I could show you photos, mm-hmm. shirtless photos from last summer that might wow. scare you a little bit. Wow. It's more just like the lean guys can put weight on strangely, kind of sometimes around their stomach or, you know, chest or something like that. It's not something most people would notice. Right. But for you personally, you don't, you know, I hadn't been necessarily exercising a lot. I've been eating like pasta for dinner every night mm-hmm. and lots of desserts and just like second and third helpings and just going, okay, I don't know if I feel great. Right. Let's just maybe, you know, go on the health binge and see what naturally wants to happen with my body when I really take care of it. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was actually losing, I think, like. 10 or 15 pounds. But Whoa. Yeah, weird, right? But in the right places, I noticed, although, like, my friends, when I came back for the 4th of July, my face had actually thinned out a bit. Uh-huh. And looking back, it had actually kind of puffed out a little bit, you know, over the last couple of years, just kind of not quite eating right. Uh-huh. And uh, a few people were like, dude, you look 18 again. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, I guess that's a good thing, you know. But, uh, you know, that was kind of an extreme version of, or, you know, taking the diet seriously for a good solid two two and a half months Mm -hmm. of my time out there and then i think because it works and people saw you know people see that work you know that diet actually is one of those proven not necessarily scientifically but just from the people that have tried it Mm -hmm. so you know i had people on set asking me by the end like oh my gosh you know that's something that really works what is it where can i get my hands on this you know of course and then you recommend the book to them and uh and they can they can try it for themselves, and it, you know if you it's it's one of those things if you stick with it, any diet if you stick with it usually is going to do something. It's that discipline, yeah, that's really hard. And yeah, you know, I think I would have like two potato chips a night. I just couldn't not. I had yeah. to have some kind of crazy salty savory craziness in my mouth before, you know, I went to sleep or something. But uh, and one of the strange things about being on. A diet, and again, I'm not coming from a place where I was obese or anything like that. It was more just like a health choice to make, and then okay, my body. I happened to lose ten or fifteen pounds that I probably didn't really need, mm-hmm. but you know, as a skinny guy, maybe it's nice to have a little bit of weight on you and not look like a toothpick all the time either. So right. there's a balance. But um, what's interesting about uh, you know it was interesting about going on a diet like that, which I'd never done before, and it was only you know two and a half months was. Because of the discipline that it takes, you suddenly realize, I guess, that, you know, can anybody do this? Is it, yeah, it's a little bit difficult to stay disciplined with what you eat, but there's, I feel like there's, there's hope for people if they sit down and they are disciplined and they happen to be overweight and that's something that they want. I mean, there there are friends of mine that are overweight and they are unhappy Mm -hmm. and, you know, you certainly feel for them, but, uh, you... I don't know what I'm trying to say right now. Uh, go back. Think what you... Maybe... Hold on, I had a point. <laughs> Dang it. What was it? 
Oh, it's that you know, there's there is hope. It's not like it's a lost thing. If you are, if you happen to be overweight and you have a target goal with, you know, how, what you want your life to be or what you want your lifestyle to be, uh, or how you you know want to if you want to change you know the way you look or something like that. Uh, and it doesn't have to be for you know shallow reasons. You could just be feeling better about yourself, exercising, eating uh, the right foods. Uh, it's something that's certainly doable, but yeah, it is going to take. Uh, a little bit of unpleasantness to get there, you know, the no pain, no gain thing. It stinks to sit down and not be able to eat a bowl of ice cream and a plate of pasta when that's what you really crave. You know, that bet being in this movie was very <laughs> motivating. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess, you know, in that sense it was because, you know, we were in skin tight suits right. for the motion capture and you could see everything you know that wasn't uh maybe what you wanted to see all the time so yeah if you if you had a a leaner stomach it was nice (laughs) well and also you had this like this camaraderie Mm -hmm. you know it was like it sounds like a book club (laughs) that that you were actually able to put into practice it was fun i mean going out we'd go out to uh to meals and it was fun kind of all being on the same page like oh uh you know is this on the four-hour body can we can we do rice? Can we do cottage cheese? No, no, you can't do the rice. No, no, it's not allowed. What about pickles? I'd be texting them. You know, what about pickles? I'm at the store. Can I get pickles? I love pickles. I need the salt. Too much sodium, bro. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of it has sugar, I would imagine, too. Sometimes. And a lot of it does have sugar. I didn't. I wasn't necessarily overboard on stuff like that. Of like, if a pickle's got some sugar in it, I'm just thinking, you know, bread. I, oh, actually, I wasn't even eating bread, so that doesn't count. But, you know, for people who are off sugar, if they're really dedicated about it like anything any amount of sugar is not a good thing but mm-hmm. like for me i remember there was a point in my life like in high school like my parents were like no sugar for you we want to see if you study better you know, <laughs> but it wasn't like you know they cut bread that had any amounts of sugar it was just like a right you know, don't eat sour patch kids by the boatload kind of a thing right but, right um there's different variations on how intense you can be about it same with the four-hour body like now i've been back a month and kind of gotten back into that routine of you know with my wife like you know making tortellini for dinner and you know thinking okay don't know if i necessarily want to go back to putting on those 15 pounds that i didn't necessarily like to have before um but kind of focusing now okay what what can i do to kind of get into a different rhythm and routine that's not as extreme as right there's a balance yeah there's got to be a balance in there and you can you know different foods to work for different people and i think that's the beauty of something like the four-hour body you can kind of find out what works for you and what doesn't. Everybody's body's totally different. Mm-hmm. So if I add rice back into the four-hour body, I don't notice any change. I feel great for some reason. The night after I eat a good sushi meal, I always feel amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like for me, rice isn't one of those things that makes me feel bloaty or you know feel like I put on pounds, but other people, they eat rice and that's not good for them at all. Yeah, totally. But I would say probably for me, it's probably gonna be pasta. <laughs> Boatloads of pasta, yes, I will put on weight, but that's again something that everybody's gonna be different in knowing what their body can take. Mm-hmm. Certain people can eat pasta for days and sugar for days and they don't put on a pound. And, uh, I love those people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I was wondering if you had done other diets before this, or is this your first foray into Yeah, this is my first foray. Okay. I'd known about the four-hour body before, and I think I'd kind of tried it maybe for a week or two, but uh-huh. kind of 
got bored or didn't stick with it? I think when you have A, like a movie, (laughs) the job depending on it, and also B, the camaraderie, it probably helps a lot. It does if other people are involved. So, And that's the kind of thing if you're married, you'd certainly hope that your spouse was either on board with it or trying it with you so that they were, you know, not always going, hey, do you want some some more pizza? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or can I get you a uh, bowl of ice cream when I'm downstairs, honey? <laughs> yeah. No. Does um, does your wife um, go along with you when you uh, are on the... When you yeah. Are on Actually, she was integral to... I mean, she, when I was in New York, she was, you know, she has a full-time job in LA, so she came out about three, four times uh, over that period. But uh, she actually m- mailed me snail mail, a stack of four-hour diet recipes that she had found on the internet and circled and sent ingredients she knew I didn't have in a big care package. And I thought, okay, I married the right woman. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So she was great. And when she'd come out, you know, I'd obviously have my cheat day, you know, on the weekends when she would come out. But um, she was really supportive. And she just knows that, you know, when someone's disciplined doing something, the worst you can do is come in and, you know, try and undermine or you know, hurt that person's, uh, you know, driver goal. And she's, you know, she's actually a physical therapist. So she knows all about, you know, goals and trying to absolutely stick with programs and things like that. So she was very, very supportive, which I'm very grateful for. <laughs> and do you guys cook? Most, yes. A lot at home? Yeah. We okay. love to cook. We actually just got a, a new place and, um, redid the kitchen, uh, to our exact, her exact specifications. Every uh-huh. drawer is uh, perfectly laid out, and awesome. she knew exactly where she wanted everything to go. So we're just uh, in our first month of cooking in that kitchen. It's very exciting. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. That is really <laughs> exciting. A nice kitchen with everything laid out really makes a difference. It's yeah. When I was in Tahoe, we were in Tahoe for vacation, and we had this amazing kitchen. To cook in, and it was seventeen of us. So, oh my gosh! Wait, yeah, what? there was a lot. You lived, what was this? You lived. This was no, this was a family vacation. Oh, okay, it was like a celebration <laughs> of my uncle's seventieth birthday, and so we all went. Uh, all all the different families came, and uh, each each night it was a different person's, a different couple's turn to cook. Oh my gosh! For seventeen people. For seventeen people, and I have to say, it makes a difference when you have everything sort of laid out. Mm-hmm. And you have the space, and it becomes. I mean, like it took all day, um, but it was really enjoyable. And I said to my husband, I was like, I really wish, like we are right now talking in my office on my dining room table that used to be in New York, but there's oh. no room for a dining room table in this space. Mm-hmm. So we don't really have people, a lot of people over right. because we can't all sit around the TV. Um, so, but I would love that. I would love to be able to do that more often. It's nice. I mean, we none of us, neither of us, grew up with the kind of space in the kitchen that we have now. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that you really appreciate it. Not having had it before, we have an island that's like three times the size of this table, uh-huh. and it makes an incredible difference because you can just lay out all the things that you need. You could roll pizza dough roll out pizza, on that. You can roll four pizza doughs out <laughs> yeah. in a small area, and it's yeah, yeah, it really makes a difference. To have all the tools you need, the space to lay it out, and as uh, someone who enjoys cooking, I it couldn't it couldn't be more enjoyable in a space you know in a space that you have space in. Right. So it definitely makes a difference. But that being said, 
you know, when you have the constraints of uh, a smaller kitchen, it's kind of a fun little challenge as well. This yeah. is, you know, you've got these two little areas, maybe left and right of the sink, maybe something over, you know, by the refrigerator, maybe a small table somewhere else, and you make it work, and it's fun, and hopefully, if your husband or wife likes cooking with you, it's a little adventure, and, you Do know. Do you guys cook together? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, definitely. It's nice. That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Do you sous chef or are you chefing? Uh, it usually depends on who's, who's taking the lead. Depending you you on. decide on that. Well, yeah. Like if you can, I don't know, it just kind of falls into place if, you know, she says, I want to make an apple pie this morning. What? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course I say yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I'll go down and, you know, help her all, all peel, but she'll be the... Uh, you know, the one kind of, okay, this needs to happen now, this needs to happen now. And if uh, if I'm taking the lead on, like, making a quiche or something like that, then I say, you know, would you mind, uh, do you have a second to come and maybe help me, you know, roll out some some dough or something like that? And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll attack the kitchen together. It's fun. Well, I look forward to hearing more about these apple pies and quiches. <laughs> uh, tell the audience where they can find you online so they can... Are you on social media? Oh are, you, are you connectable? No, I'm not connectable. You're not connectable. So just, just you're just gonna have to Google Jeremy. Howard. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't done the Twitter or the face space or anything, any of those things. And, well, yeah. that you know what that means when they Google it. This podcast is yes, gonna come up right yes. away. So thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. So there you have it, straight from. The turtle's mouth. Pizza Hut pizza. You heard it here first. I actually haven't had Pizza Hut pizza since college. That was a long time ago. It's been a it's been a long time since I've had Pizza Hut pizza. Well, who knows? Maybe there'll be some in my future. I talk about pizza a lot on this podcast. I definitely spoke about it in the last episode with Autumn Reeser. We talked about frozen pizza, and the very first podcast with Paul Gilmartin, he worked in a pizza place. So it's a universal subject, and it should be, because it's pizza. Well, now I have to stop talking about pizza and other things, because I have to go to my physical therapist. As you may have remembered, I threw out my back, and now I have to go get it fixed. And ironically... I don't even know if that's the right word to use. Ironically, uh, you'd have to ask Alanis Morissette. Ironically, I am going to a physical therapist, and Jeremy Howard's wife is a physical therapist. But I'm not going to see her. I'm going to see another physical therapist. I just thought that that was kooky. If you like what you hear, or even if you don't, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Just type The Actor's Diet into the search box. Subscribe if you like it. And if you don't like it, that's fine too. You can write it a bad review and give it a one-star rating. But it still helps me find another audience, a larger audience. So even if you hate me and this podcast, your sharing that hatred will still help me. Have a good week. Eat pizza. Bye.